Welcome back to another episode of On the DL. I am Danielle. And I'm Linda. Hi. DL. Hi. Hi. The L. You're the L and I'm the D. Yeah. Right? Get it? Can I tell you sometimes like, when we're like, oh, like, what's the podcast called? And you're like, On the DL. And they're like, oh. Like, with Danielle and Linda, they're like, oh. You know what's so crazy? We're on episode 13, and, like, I feel like the more episodes we do, like, I don't know what to do anymore. No, I get confused, and I, I honestly... I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it is, is I forget what we talked about. You know, like, yes. we'll do an episode, and then it'll come out, and I'm like, oh, I said that? <laughs> oh, it's, like, like really bad. That? Like, it's bad, because yeah, I, like, I, do I don't... No, what I like, I think I black out and I just talk. I hate when people ask me what what the podcast is about. I get nervous. I'm not sure. I get nervous when I think there was one time I actually blacked out. <laughs> They're like, no, but what is it about? I'm like, eh, you know, you know, a little this, a little that, you know. Um, this one's coming out after Thanksgiving, so I hope everyone had a a good Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I hope that. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Um. Eh, wrong it's stuffing i don't eat that you don't eat stuffing Mm-mm. why i don't i just never did i just i don't i don't like do thanksgiving you know what i mean like okay i'm not a, i don't eat turkey nobody actually eats turkey and like the stuffing no the turkey is just there for decoration nobody actually likes like if you you know when like people post their thanksgiving plates mm-hmm it's just a tiny little sliver of turkey, but it's With everything like else. stuffing and corn and mashed potatoes and some kind of green casserole. Like, what the fuck is a green ca- casserole? Oh, I love green bean casserole. What is that? I don't know, but it's, it's disgusting. Good. It looks stupid. Oh, it's delicious. Ew. I like it. And I like mashed potatoes. Okay, so your favorite is green bean Green bean casserole? I don't want to say that's my favorite. No, Ew. my mom always makes me like... A lasagna that doesn't have any meat in it. I know. Yeah, I'm like nice. so boring. I'm always like, oh, you don't eat meat? I'm like, no, I don't eat meat. Um, anyway, so oh. I hope everybody had a really great Thanksgiving. I hope that there was no family fights. I hope that you didn't have to cut anyone off because of Thanksgiving. And that's kind of like what I was going to go with. That was my theme for There was something that I um, that I read the other day or heard. If you've been planning on cutting somebody off, do it at Thanksgiving so this way you don't have to buy them a Christmas present. That's so rude. Do you know what's really funny is I... <laughs> I've actually started... I started my Christmas shopping already and I got two presents for somebody that I'm not even speaking to anymore. Return them. I guess I could. Yeah, you should do that. You know what everybody's getting for Christmas this year? Hopes and dreams, bitch. Not it's the some hopes prayers. and dreams. And prayers. Stop. Listen, it's getting rough out there. Um, I'm actually kind of excited about this topic. We're going to be talking about um, cutting people out of your life. So I want to start with a story. It's not, I mean, it, it's a, it's a very close to me story. So what happened was somebody in my family, he was really sick, right? Okay. Um, he had cancer. He was, he was basically, you know, we, we knew it was only like a matter of time. So the three kids came together and they were like okay we have to like take care of him until he goes right so they took turns they kind of switched off but towards the end of his life he was so very mean there was at one point that like I mean it was actually my mom like she's like I can't be here anymore because he's just like she's like he's just nasty like I can't Mm -hmm. handle it and that was that so then she let someone else take over and 
all of this is like unbeknownst like at the time we find all this out like later on yeah i guess what he was doing was he was like transferring money over to like himself like emptying oh bank accounts God. and like defaulting on bills or whatever you know but my grandfather was dying like it didn't really like not saying it didn't matter if he paid the cable bill but like you know like that's kind it's of so just, like up. that's just not right right so my grandfather passes and um he like donated his body to science literally wow that's what he wanted yeah i'm gonna donate my body to science. And, you know obviously nobody can say it. you can't tell him anything right yeah so he donates his body to science and so like we weren't able to like like have a burial or a funeral like and plus it was like covid there was like so much going on right yeah this is where it starts to get crazy like because you know there's like a life insurance situation and there okay. was supposed to be some money left over and and you know we eventually funeral arrangements have to be made but then when they go to like check on i guess what it is it was all it was like all gone everything was gone you know when you're dealing with family yeah. that they're going to like fuck like fuck you over like you don't think that you really don't and um no. but he uh, they, they did like my mom was like so she was so upset like it was like so bad and but there was this one part where he said that he had gotten my grandfather's ashes okay and there's a family plot he said he went to came up didn't tell anybody that he got the ashes didn't invite anybody to like the little ceremony that he had was he said he sprinkled the ashes on the family plot but it was a lie because like the ashes weren't even released the body wasn't even released from the medical people you know like you know the science people i that were, forgot this story it's it's the, it's so insane so like my, and i remember my mom being like no but like no i talked to whoever you know we talked to you know to get the body back she goes it's it's still there they haven't released the body like what is he talking about he didn't have any ashes like what did he take ashes from his but why would he lie i I don't know. The whole thing was so crazy. So the bad. fact that like you are going to, you're, you're making shit up. You're saying I sprinkled the ashes. Which don't. is also a terrible thing to lie about, you fucking weirdo. You're a psycho. You're crazy. And, um, but it ended up, you know, my mom, she's the one that got the ashes. We did have a ceremony. He went, you know, up at the VI, the VA cemetery because he's a, you know, he's a vet. And it, but when I tell you, it went on the fighting for months about, the life insurance, the, you know, there was supposed to be some kind of, it wasn't like a lot. And this is, this is not like a life-changing amount of money. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really what made it so, so sad. Like if it was like a million dollars, maybe I'd be like, okay, maybe you get a little more sketch, but it's like not even close. It's like literally in the five figures yeah. that you're, you're never speaking to the rest of your family again. It's like the whole thing was so, so crazy. So I remember I was talking to my mom about it and she was like so upset. And I was, I said, listen, you know what? You got to stop arguing. Just yeah. throw your hands up and be like, you know what? That's We're it. Done. That's yeah. it. That's it. And just block him. Don't don't answer any calls. Yeah. Just block. Block, block, block. And that was it. And she just, she had to cut him off. So now it's really sad though because now she's like, well, I don't have a brother. I'm like, that's, but yeah, that's like heartbreaking, yeah. right? And it's like this whole weird thing where like, well, no, well, we don't talk to him because like obviously I've got my mom's back. Like, yeah, should, of course, I'll, I'll rally for my mom. Absolutely. I'll take someone outside. Like yeah. I, you're, you're going to get Tiny. it if you're messing with my mom. Um. So, but like, we'll get like weird random messages on like Easter. Like, we don't, I don't even do Easter, dude. Like, why are you saying happy Easter? And I'm just like, uh, should I just like block the number? I just like, I just find it so weird that he's like trying to still keep in touch. 
but in the weirdest way. The holidays, especially, and I and I said this last week, you know, like because people get like funny and weird around the holidays, and like sometimes things come up, sometimes yeah. fights come up, sometimes mm-hmm. like something. I think that it's the best time on. to bring things up because because ev- everyone's there. everyone's there, and you want to rally. Let's and you fucking wa- go. <laughs> you want to take a was talking shit about this one, and this one said this about that one. Let's fucking go here. That's literally why I'm like not allowed at family parties. <laughs> I've told you this before. I'm literally not allowed at family parties because I'm the one that will say something. I don't care. And you know what the crazy thing is? It's always like the older women. And it's like always me. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I heard you said X, Y, and Z. I don't give a shit. I'm very much the type where like if you cross me or like my immediate family and you're clearly in the wrong, my cutoff game is so so good i have a really good cutoff game i have cut off best friends or what i thought was like best friends for like you know i had a quote-unquote best friend for you know i think it was like 10 12 years okay um but it wasn't until i got older and i stopped being a yes man that i realized if i stop trying this there is no relationship here I was the one holding the friendship. And I find that the only people that I've ever had to cut out of my life were the people that were all one-sided. Cutting off a family member, this is where it gets dicey, right? Because people are like, oh my God, but it's blood. You can't do that. Or be nice. They're, they're older than you. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I just don't have room for it. And the ones that I absolutely have to see, like I'll see them on my time. I'm not going out of my way. To, like, make sure anybody's good. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, we're, we should be allowed, I guess. I mean, not like we're not allowed. But if somebody's like, not good for us, if someone's, like, not treating us properly, whether they're family or not, you, I mean, there you could make it so, like, I don't know, maybe there's, like, a couple chance or give them a chance or, or, you know, explain how you're feeling or, like, saying this is, like, what you do that makes me feel X, Y, or Z. And then if they don't do anything to remedy it then you can i Cut feel them like off. i feel like you don't have I'm to sorry, keep anyone in your adult, life adults here if you're not self-aware or you can't take accountability for your actions i don't want you in my life i think that's Please fuck off i think that's important to we're we're protecting ourselves right Absolutely. like uh I, and i'm like such a big proponent for being selfish like not in a selfish way where you're like go around like fucking other people over yeah. to like make yourself feel better or whatever but like if someone's not if someone's hurting your feelings, and I know it sounds like kind of corny almost, but if someone's like hurting you or making you feel like a certain way, if they're making you feel like you're not good enough, or if they're making you feel like bad all the time, you got to protect yourself. A hundred percent. You know, and whether it's a best friend, uh, a family member, uh, a guy you're dating, anybody, like yeah. don't, like we, we can't, we no, can't do that. And it's like, so it's easier anymore. said than done too, yeah. you know, like. When you have feelings or like, you know, you have you have it branded into your brain, like family above everything. Blood is thicker than water and, yeah. and all of that. And I'm pretty lucky that I have a real I have a really good family, like uh, bars that whole like situation that was like I know it was like surprising, but I kind of looked at it and I was like, I'm surprised that you guys are surprised that this happened. Yeah, I don't know. I think for me and it's funny because actually this topic came up like about a month ago and um, I had a client talking about how like she just really can't cut off this like toxic person and she literally older than me and she was like I wish I could be like you 
And I was like, in what sense? She's like, I don't know. She's like, you're just very like, all right, I'm done like moving along. I'm like, that is me having worked on detachment for a while. I was like, and that's also that's me um, being hurt so many times, forgiving people that didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. My time, my energy, my love, my care. Yeah. After that. So I went from like, I trust you until you give me a reason to not trust you. Mm-hmm. I'm the complete opposite now. I'm like, I don't fucking trust you until, until you, prove, you prove yourself. And I, I think because I've realized like, I know what I can give. And I feel like I say this a lot on this podcast. Like uh, it's reciprocal. Like I know what I can give. So if you're not giving that back to me, I'm not pursuing this. Like I don't really have like friends that I'm like, oh, they're just friends. You know what I mean? Like I have like best friends and I have family. Like there's no, I don't like have anything else because I'm like, I don't have time for that. Like, I don't have time. I don't know. Like I've quite, you're either an acquaintance, a best friend or a family member. Well, I always say that there's different tiers. Yeah. I just, I don't, I have have my circle. I try to keep as small as possible and it's of good quality and we're going to keep it like that. And that's a very, uh, good thing to be aware of. Yeah. To like, no, this is how I'm I'm fashioning my life to be this way. Specifically because I don't want to stress out about whoever's in my life. Yeah. If you have a friend that you had a little bit of like a falling out with, um, I think a good way, like if they reach out to you again and they, you know, want to talk about it or whatever, I think really dig on like, how it made you feel in the moment and don't just like forgive and forget. And I think going into it in a sense of like, I forgive you. I don't hate you, but we're not friends anymore. Yeah. Has been one of the most liberating things I've ever done in my entire life. To yeah. be like, I'm sorry, but you fucked up. Yeah. I, I, like, you don't have to hate them. You're right. That's, I think that's I like a big part you. of it. You don't have, you don't have to hate no, them. No, 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 but we're not friends anymore. Yeah. I just don't want to allow that in my life anymore. Yeah. Like, thank you for your apology. I understand where you're coming from. I feel for you. But we're no longer friends. I don't even want to say. Like, I, I've forgiven way too many people for uh, way, way too long. Well, I've, I've too, forgiven people that's why I'm not doing that didn't anymore. even say they were sorry. Ew. You okay, know what I mean? That's crazy. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, I just like really want them in my life. Why? I'm not sure. I think that um, friendships evolve, devolve. They grow. Sometimes they grow in different directions. Sometimes they keep growing in the same direction. You know, yeah. like everybody changes and and you know lives their life right and I know as you're getting older or as you get older it's very hard to like make the same amount of time yeah that you did when you were younger for your friends Mm -hmm. right because you know when when you were younger you're with your friends every weekend there's like always something going on the only time you had was for them exactly you know but then you get older you you know you find a partner you get married you have kids there's so much you know right and I think also not being upset that that person you know I find that with, like, my younger siblings. <clears throat> she doesn't communicate with me anymore. I'm like, but they're married. Everybody comes into your life at a very specific time for mm-hmm. a very specific reason. And I know it sounds so cliche. It's either for a reason or a lesson or blah, blah, blah. But it's true. It's a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Yeah, that's, that's what the is. saying. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of people come into your life for a very specific reason. And, you know, how long they stay in your life you got to let it take its course, but I think also being smart enough to know when to cut somebody off when it's not doing anything for you is very important. I think it's very important because then you're watering something that's dead. But it's hard because like when you have 
and I'm speaking for my own self, like Mm -hmm. when you have somebody that's been in your life for so many years and you guys essentially, I don't know, shared a brain at one point, you know, it, it like hurts your feelings. Yeah, of course. Like, well, but what that do you person mean? Why don't you want, like, don't you want to hang out? out but that person anymore? doesn't exist anymore. And it's such a thing. Like you, have like to... I always say, if you if you met this person today, would you be friends with them? Probably not. No, probably not. That's what I always say. I'm like, because they they served a purpose in your life at that point. Yeah. But that's not the same person anymore. Just like with relationships, when they're when people getting divorced and stuff, it's like, oh my god, they change. But oftentimes we get stuck on the what it used to be. We get stuck on like the good moments and whatever. Yeah, but like look at it for face value. Who this person is right now isn't somebody that you would allow in your life or spend that much time with. No, you'd be Bye. nice to them. You'd be like, oh, goodbye. Bye, nice. lovey. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe it's just like my cutoff game. I just, I have zero. Oh my God. Maybe it's just like a tired girl. <laughs> I'm well, just a really tired girl. Like, I don't want to put too much effort into people that, like, I don't know if it's just not there for me. I just don't have the patience, the love. The, it just, it's not there. It's not there. It's oh my mine. gosh. I'm like so full of love. I'm like, oh my God, no. please just let me love you. Please. It takes me like up until like 11 a.m. to even like come to. <laughs> I'll be awake for four hours and at 11 I'm like, all right, I feel kind of normal now. Like I don't have much of it in me. I'm in practicing the morning. though. Like just love in general. Oh, now I've got a lot of <laughs> like it. Like I wake up. <laughs> but I'm also not a morning person. So like I fashioned my life that I don't have to do anything before 10 a.m. Like I wish. Really, like, really ever. So, Bitch, like, I wish. Like, if it, someone's like, you have to be there at eight, I'm like, in the, in the morning, like, showered and ready. No. Actually, now that I think about it, what? I don't think I've ever spoken to you in the morning. No, because I don't do that. 10 a, well, 10 a.m. <laughs> like, like, getting up, unless we're getting on a plane. But even then, like, I'm at the airport and I'm excited that I'm, like, going somewhere. And I'm like, can we get a. Can we get a snack? Yeah, why is that? Like, if you need me to be at work at 7 a.m., I'd be like, you're batshit fucking crazy. But you asked me to be in Newark by 6 a.m., I'm there early. Like this with, like, a flag. Like, <laughs> you're so happy that I'm leaving. <laughs> That's also why I'll never take a morning flight to leave vacation. Mm-mm. That would be miserable. I know. It's oh not Oh, my fun. God. No, I will work around my entire schedule to never have to leave vacation in the morning. I had to do that one time. No. For Thanksgiving because of the flight that I got, the flight home, because it's so expensive to fly yeah. for Thanksgiving, right? The flight home was at 7.30. Ew. Which we got to the airport before that shit opened. Like, Why the security alarms weren't even open. Why were you there so early? Because we usually get there, like, like, an hour and a half before the flight. You know, I have, I'm, like, one of those, like, weird dads that gets to the airport, like, five hours before because I have anxiety. Yeah. See, I'm so opposite. I'm so nonchalant when it comes to traveling that I have to go as slow as the person that has anxiety in my group. That's why I travel alone. I need to travel alone. Like, even the trip that I'm literally taking next week, separate lights you go do your thing i can't do anxiety like when we went to austin you woke me up at the ass crack of fuck- <laughs> 2 30 in the fucking morning bitch you woke me up at 2 30 in the morning for a 6 a.m flight <laughs> was that but, what it was yeah well yeah and then in my head i'm like you know what if it were me i would get to the airport a half hour before boarding 
Because that's what I do. I get I there a half die. hour before boarding. I would literally boarding. die of a heart attack. Heart attack. I'm actually parking my car a half hour before the before the plane leaves. Stop it. Yeah, I'm no, I, I'm the one die. that's like running through the airport and they're calling my name on the loudspeaker. I'm screaming. That's me. So like I have to go as slow as as a person in my group that has anxiety because I get it. You have anxiety. I don't. Yeah. So for me, I could miss the flight and be like, all right, I'm going to go to the bar. Bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't, I couldn't fucking care less. I couldn't care less. Like there's so many times where I'm like in the line waiting to check my bag in and the line is too long, but I miss this fight. I walk back to my car, put my luggage back in, take a few clothes, put in a backpack and fucking get back, get back in line, get in the security line. I've done that twice because I'm like, I just don't care. I can't check because you can't check a bag. And then like show up with just the backpack. I'm like, you got underwear? Stop. So I'm back okay. to the topic at hand, which is we were talking about what it looks like to cut a friend off like when do you want to cut your friend off i don't know how we started talking about traveling but maybe i'm meant to cut you off from traveling with you stop it you we, travel alone from now on. we have the most fun though because like, you're like danielle do you want to do this i'm like okay <laughs> you're traveling it wait okay. oh no you're traveling it to austin same trip where you woke me up at fucking 2 30 in the morning that was because the car was coming to get us. Uh, but whatever. So we get there super early. Whatever. I must have just, we must have just been delusional. We were like in the middle of the plane. We couldn't stop laughing. Yep. What were we laughing about? I don't know. I don't even remember what we were laughing about. We were could not stop laughing. And I'm pretty sure the woman next to us fucking hated our guts. As soon as the plane went into the air, like. Yeah, we knocked, knocked out. out. Knocked the fuck out. We fucking woke up and the plane landed. And we're like, wait, we're here? <laughs> we're here. Oh. <laughs> okay. We did have fun, though. That was actually really funny. Uh, all right. Let's hear some funny stories. Are we doing funny stories or are we doing common signs it's time okay. to move on from a friendship? Common signs. It's time to move on from a friendship, right? There's Where are you reading this from? Mind your business. Okay. What are the signs? <laughs> well, okay, number one, you're not a priority anymore. You may notice that your friend doesn't make an effort to be with you. Maybe they're hard to reach or don't seem interested. And sometimes there's a temporary reason, like if your friend just had a baby and is busier. But if you really feel like a priority or if you sense that your friend doesn't think you're worth their time, it's best to move on. Bye, lovey. Goodbye. That's, that's like... um. Like, even, like, a step further, like, not being a priority, like, you don't always have to be a priority in your friend's lives. Obviously, Mm -hmm. there's, like, you know, there's partners, there's kids, there's all those other things. But there's, like... I do sometimes text you when I'm really angry if you've been ignoring me. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I Um, get angry. But, like, if you're you're constantly making plans with somebody, or if you're saying, oh, I would, like, love to see you, or if you have... And they're not trying. They're not even... They're blowing you off the day of. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're trying to like That's hang out with somebody and, and they're saying to you, oh my God, like I miss you. Like, let's do something. And I'm like, okay. And you like throw down like a solid plan. Mm-hmm. And then like the day of, they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that I'm just so busy. And it's like, but we've been planning this for weeks. Like, well, what is that? What is that one called? <clears throat> um, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Twice. Shame on me. Yeah. But fool me like four or five times. Like, what's that? Delulu. We are, I've already said I'm in my delusional era, but I think it's this, this is like a different tor- uh, type of Delulu. 
Um, okay, so another another reason is you don't connect at the same level anymore. Um, friendships work best when both people want the same type of connection. If you want a deep personal connection, but your friend can't or doesn't want the same thing, the friendship may become stagnant and unsatisfying. I feel like that's kind of like what we're, like what we were saying. Like if you're, if they're you're just not the same person. Like that person's not the same person anymore. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and you don't have it's to not have the connection a deep that personal you used connection. to have. Yeah, remember with everyone. you like saying like sharing a brain with somebody. Like y'all don't share a brain anymore. No, you actually wouldn't do half the shit that that person probably would do anyway. Anymore. No. Yeah. You know. You're right. But again, I think it's the whole when you're with someone or like friends with somebody for that number of years, and, and maybe it's it's a maybe it's a lot like having a um like a relationship that you you just put so much effort into it, a lot of like. You don't want, it's almost like lost time. Like I wasted my time. No. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? Like that's like, that's why you hold on to something like that. You're like, no, but I've already invested this much time. Like, well, for you to go away now, that seems terrible. That's like people who get married just because they've been with the person for 10 years. Yeah. Let's not do that. No. Okay. uh, Another reason you give more than you take. At times, one person may need more than the other. But if a friend is constantly a taker and rarely a giver, it's not a balanced friendship. 100%. Yeah. You're always there for them, but they don't do the same for you. It's probably you. a sign to move on. It's a and one-sided friendship. It's, uh, that's, this, can, this goes for all relationships. Uh, every, no, every single relationship. Yeah. Like I see like some girls, like especially on Reddit, when they're like, I texted him three times and he's just not answer. Bitch, three times? He didn't answer the other two times? Mm. So you went in for a third? Yeah. I'm taking your phone away. Why are you on Reddit? Give me your phone. You're in timeout. Stop it right now. Like, stare at the wall for 20 hours. <laughs> You're not allowed to look at your phone. Like, what? Um, your friend is no, disrespectful or mean. Punch her in the face. Healthy friendships offer support and affirmation. If your friend doesn't respect your feelings, it's an unhealthy relationship. She's a bully. Or P. They are a bully. They could be. Well, that also your own person that actually becomes a jealousy sometimes. That's what I was saying. Like when you're insecure mm-hmm. and you're like mean, it's because the they're jealous. You're trying to like push them down, but like, ooh, stop. Your that. best friend wants to be you. Maybe, but you know when you're everyone's favorite, it's like comes with the territory. Has so many haters, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always in the background. The small friend in the background, like chihuahua, <laughs> yelling at people. Um, your friend is dishonest or holds back information. Okay. Can we, you just sparked something. Okay. Pathological liars. I feel like this has started in high school, like where you meet that one girl who just like lied about everything just to make herself feel more like, seem more interesting. Okay. Did you ever have anybody like, like, I went to like a really big high school. You kind of did too though. Your high school was big too. Yeah, but I didn't have a lot of friends. I was like a freak. I was, I was friends with everyone. Oh no! But I wasn't like friends with anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, the way that I'm sitting, hello, anyway, like a lumberjack, li- literally like a school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! That's like Captain Morgan. Ew. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the pathological liar, the girl in school who came in braided her hair and she's like, "Yeah, I went to Jamaica with my family," when she fucking didn't. You're a liar. You're a liar. Why? Why you always lying? But yeah, like you, you said that and it fucking sparked something in me. Like there are still people out there who just like lie. 
Like some we're not talking about really like a high school. That... They just need it. They get a fucking life. That's how they get the life. You're reading too many fiction books. Maybe they're watching too Fuck many off. sci-fi movies. I don't know. Sometimes I, don't know, I live but in like a fantasy the, world. The pathological liars, like, get help. Why are you lying to your friends, you fucking weirdo? And you know what pisses me off? The friends that stay friends with these people. Because you're like, oh, you're that's, just like, too. that's just like how they are. That's like fine. Don't just ignore her. It doesn't Circle matter. She's lying. I mean, I, there's, I get a lot of lies too. And sometimes I... I don't even bother to call anyone out about it anymore. I'm just like, uh-huh. I am. I don't care. I'll be I that just, that bitch where they're like, let's not because Linda will blow everything out of proportion. I fucking. <laughs> but will. the thing is, when somebody's lying like that, they're gonna keep lying. Like even if you call them out, that's fine. They're gonna just keep not around lying. me. They're gonna keep lying, Go and and I would rather here. I would rather not expend the energy to say you're fucking lying and have them be like well no i'm not lying because of blah, 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 and like whatever whatever they have to the, to spew out to try to no if i catch defend the lie, lie. I've, I've done it to family members going back to cutting family members off i've caught family members on it another reason why i'm not a lot at family parties because i've called them out at family parties about it i don't give a fuck you lie and i catch you in a lie and i'm directly involved with it I'm going to let your whole life on fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I don't want... I, well, listen. Somebody was like, yeah, okay, you know what? I lied. Like, that's cool. Don't ever fucking come near me ever again, you weirdo. If my name ever comes out of your mouth again and it's attached to a lie, again. <sighs> no, I don't know, Linda. You're I told very you unforgiving. To violence, I'm not... What? Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> I said I resort to violence. You do. You're so, like, unforgiving. Like, I just... I can't. I don't have the patience. I just don't care. I mean, I, I don't care. It. I get My cutoff it. I get game it. is, I have twenty four hours in a day. Hopefully, six of those hours are dedicated to sleep, so I'm left with the other eight hours are dedicated to work. Ew. So I have a very small amount of time reserved for other people. Very small amount of energy yeah. and time. So where I'm going to direct that is not around somebody. This entire list. If you're a liar, if you're not. You know, putting an effort in our friendship or relationship, if it's one-sided, like you like you say, even with your relationships, I get a little glimpse of like, you know, jealousy or crazy. Goodbye. No, yeah, that's I don't a, have that's, time for that. And much. I think putting that type of energy also into your friendships is actually more important. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing, uh, you they downplay. Wait. You downplay your own accomplishments. Huh? What does that mean? Like. Elaborate. So. So some friendships are competitive. But if you hold back from sharing good news to avoid hurting your friend's feelings, it's a sign of jealousy. Good friends want you to succeed and are happy for you when you do. But we all we've all had a friend like this, right? Where like you have something really awesome going on and they have to like either one up you or they're like, oh, like I had already did that, or like, or you know, they downplay. No, I never had that. Oh, I have. Um, but I think that this is this is saying like, if you feel like you can't tell them, like your good. accomplishments, yeah, like if you can't be like, oh my god, like this is what I'm doing. Don't you think this is so cool? Definitely and because you off. know that they're not going to be happy for that's you. So weird. That's it's sad. like that person needs help. Well, that's a, that's insecurity. That's, that's jealousy. That's like, insecurity. and that's not honestly, it's not abnormal. I think like, it's a subconscious thing, though. Well, no, it is. I'm talking about, like, being competitive. Like, being competitive with somebody, like, that's a friend. If, I couldn't imagine being in, a re- like, a friendship with you and not being able to tell you 
my accomplishments. Yeah, right? I'd be, be like, like dang, oh, girl, let's go. You know Absolutely. What? Danielle might be a little jealous and might wish me bad luck, so I'm not going to tell her what. <laughs> yeah, those are the people Cut that you that don't want. Cut that fucking person off. Goodbye. Good yeah. riddance. Goodbye, love. Good riddance. So those are some of the signs that, you know, you should think about cutting off a relationship. Um, and now I, mean, I feel like anybody who's listening to this, I have a feeling that you have probably put somebody in your head while listening to this. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Everybody has had or has somebody in their life. They're like, yep. I that, think it's time. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Don't feel bad. No. Don't feel bad. Because you know what? Family member or not, they're draining your energy and you're putting so much into that friendship or relationship or whatever. Don't water something that's dead. No, you're completely right. Like you have to, like you want to fill your circle with people who are going to cheer you on for you to be your best self. And that sounds so corny saying it out loud, but but that's what you need. Like you want someone on your side that's going to root for you. Mm -hmm. Like doing this, this podcast, like I have, I mean, you're one of your best friends, Kristen, she listens Mm -hmm. and she's like, she gives us cur- criticism. She tells us like what she thinks. I, like one of my really good friends, she's like, I like love listening to you in the morning. And then she'll like, she'll be like, I can't believe that happened. Or she'll like text yeah, me same. about it. You know, literally just like, same. like they're happy for us and they love yeah. listening to us. And I, and it's like, uh, like literally well, one of the biggest reasons why we continue doing the podcast is because so many people were like, we love that you're doing this. Do more, do more. But and that's, like, that's what it is. And you know what? When you have an accomplishment or, you know, you, even something smaller you know what I mean like you overcome or you kind of get yourself out of like a deep depression or something like the people who were there for you throughout the entire journey I think that also is telling too because there are some friends where you're only friends with them because you were the fun friend oh yeah and now you're the sad friend and they don't want to be around you anymore they don't actually care about your well-being they were just around you because you were the fun friend like I've had that before where I was like the yes man, but when I started like, you know, oh, I got like things to do, I started losing so many friends because I'm like, I'm not the fun friend anymore. I don't, I can't just drop everything to just go out and like drink think, and whatever. I think you're fun. I think I'm fun too. <laughs> like I used to be funner. Oh, or, come on. But but I'm, I'm, I'm just speaking like in terms of like I'm for anybody, you know what I mean? Like it, not even in a sense of like, oh, I did something great, but just if you're in a... Even if you're in a dark place and you're like, I showered today, your friend should be cheering you on. Yeah. You know what I mean? On a smaller scale. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But when you do, um, when you go through something like an accomplishment or like even when I open up my studio, I mean, the overwhelming, like, love that I got, I was like, it was emotional. Yeah. It was so, I was like, oh. I'm liked. Oh my God. I'm loved. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> People like me. You really like me. You really, really like me. But yeah, like I said, I think also just <clears throat> those type of things always um, show people's true colors. I think so too. When people are very unhappy, they don't like to, they want you to be unhappy with them. So they don't want to oh, share. Misery likes company. Loves it. Misery yeah. loves company. So if somebody is very upset or very sad or very miserable on their own, they don't want you to move away no. from that. They want you to be sad with them because, like, you're right. Misery loves company. Period. Yeah. The end. Um, okay. So here are some of 
the ways to end it. End the friendships. Punch him in the face. Just kidding. I mean, that <laughs> probably could end a friendship. That could definitely end a friendship. Maybe you would go to jail. I don't know. Yeah, right. It depends on how petty they that are. That is assault. Um, it is assault. Don't do that. that. Do not do not be punching people for... Unless they punch first, then just... Then that's self-defense. Fucking punch them back. Exactly. Um. All right. Well, the first one, very simple. Let it go. Some Let friendships dissolve, <laughs> dissolve on their own. Which is true. That is very so true. So if you keep, if you stop chasing it, if you stop trying to make plans with people, or it'll it'll die in its own. It you will. know what the problem is? It'll die for a little bit, and then that person remembers that you exist, and they come back. They're like, "Oh my god, hi!" And that's where it's your duty. Yeah, to say no, to... you're busy. Yeah. Because they know. come I back. Th- well, I think that there's some people that I would if they made plans they're like do you want to do something and i was free i'd be like yeah like we can have a drink we can do dinner like i'm i'm cool like because like i don't lose love for these people like of course i still love them right Mm -hmm. i mean i do i think for me just sitting at a table and exerting energy on any type of conversation with somebody that i don't care about anymore or like vice versa i can't do it anymore i just can't it is hard because there's Sometimes, you know, when they said before, like, you don't connect on the same level, the conversations are different. Different. Where you end up talking mm-hmm. about, I don't know, Bullshit. stuff that doesn't even matter or like mm-hmm. you start hearing. This That's is just one a of waste of my time. I have, like I said, I have a very small amount of time. I don't have time to waste on bullshit or or when it's a conversation, it's like me, 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 me. Or when they they're talking about you someone else. you're doing. When they're talking about other people, I think that's, this is like yeah, a big no, one. I get, I got mm-hmm. this one like a lot and there's this one person that I don't really hang out with anymore, but you know, like whatever, we're cool. But like whenever I do see them, that's all they do is talk shit. about other people. It's so weird. And I'm just like, and I think to myself, you know, cause if I'm hearing about this one, this one, this one, this one, she knows anything about me. She's running her mouth about me. Absolutely. And I'm just like, wow, like, that, I had to be what careful. What is that quote, when that gossips with you, gossips about you? One million percent. Yeah. Which is funny, because, like, I look at, like, my really close friendships and relationships. We don't talk about anybody. No, unless I'm venting. Yeah, like, sometimes unless we'll I'm vent, telling you like, what like, oh, my God. Oh, no, And, like, like run her? our m- mouth for, like, an hour? No. We don't yeah. even do that. No. Like I've known, I've been friends with Kristen since middle school. Can't tell you that we've talked shit about anybody. Unless it was like warranted. No, we'll talk. I mean, like I'll talk shit. I'm not. But I you know what I mean? Like, like I'm not just I'm like not above that. No. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, oh my God, reality TV just normalizes it. Do you like notice that? Mm-hmm. Like it's always like, um, so-and-so is talking about so-and-so. So let's have a, a group discussion. That's why Teresa's always flipping fucking tables. Okay. She's angry. I'd be pissed too. Teresa Judice is angry. She's, she's fucking flipping tables. You forced her into this dinner with some fake ass bitches. I'm team Teresa. So she said, excuse me, let me flip the table. I love when she gets angry. She throws her hands on the ground. Oh. Like all the glass are chatting. She fucking flips the table. Absolutely. That is the content Yikes. I need in my life. I'm so, I'm scared. You're forcing them to have this conversation about who's talking shit about who and everyone just yelling at each other. <laughs> I'm flipping the table, too. That's it. The table's gone. You're done. I'm over it. The table is done, dude. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Moving along. Um, Talk about it. A way to end it. I actually have like an actual breakup conversation with a friend. I have to take like an edible. Um, 
It's, it's often best to have a conversation about why you're ending things so both people feel respected and can move on with an understanding of why it didn't work out. If you're making the decision to end a friendship or to cut it off with somebody, just make sure that you're disrespectful. Like, you know, no matter how it ends, whether you guys had a fight and it's like a big blowout, I mean, I guess you could, it's, it's tempting to just kind of leave it that way. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm never talking to this one again because, you know, we had this huge fight. But like maybe you can like listen and we can have a conversation about it and you know love you this is just where i have to bow out and kind of like take the time and and or i just can't be your friend anymore right don't hate you don't hate you i don't hate you you well yeah but like we're not friends who is it that said um like when you cut was it like when you cut someone off and it's like listen no i don't want to i don't hate you like i still want to see you eat just like not at my table i like that I think I feel like it was like a rapper. I think it was like Tupac. I mean, it's probably a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Stop it! No, it's definitely a rapper. <laughs> Don't even start with me. It's the table. It's the table that they all force them to go sit at and eat at. Stop! It's, it's the table that. that Teresa's flipping. <laughs> it's that table. She, Teresa doesn't want to see you eating at her table. It was Tupac. I was right. It was fucking Tupac. I said Teresa. <laughs> no, I knew it was Tupac. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that I really, really knew before I like decided to it's pop true. off. You know what I, I mean? Like I'm gonna start using that. I want to see you eat, just not at my table. Just not at my table, which is great. And honestly, maybe, um, maybe it's not forever. Like if you think about it, like you have relationships in your lives. Like you could end it. And maybe it's not going to be forever. Maybe you will find each other again or you'll totally. reconnect again later 100%. in life. Maybe. If they change. Yeah. Or, you know. Or you change. Like, you both change. Yeah. Because so. there's times where, you know, you see it happening with, like, a lot of people who are getting divorced right now. Specifically, people, like, in their 40s. And they're trying to, like, revert back. They want to go out. And, like, yeah. the friend who was, like, married and had kids and had cut everybody off no longer friends with a lot of women but now she's going back to her friends yeah because now she is divorced and she wants to go out and i think that friend group understanding the place that she was in and realizing like that she didn't cut us off because it was um like any animosity or anything yeah nothing personal you know our lives change yeah and then she comes back like welcoming her with like open arms and be like all right let's take this next journey together yeah it's just like a start of a different type of friendship with the same people perfect different part of your life well that's 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 why i say people come into your life at different points of your life for different reasons yeah take it for face value it's so insightful i'm gonna gonna put that on a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt um you know what we didn't talk about i mean we can tell some stories but i know you wanted to talk about bill gates fuck that dude He's a piece of shit. Did you know that Bill Gates owns the most amount of farmland in America, in the United States? He owns the most amount of farmland. Have you seen this man? He looks like Santa Claus. He's not a farmer. He's not a farmer, bitch. He doesn't even look like he eats vegetables. And he's trying to push some type of fake meat. Listen, this is why if I were, if I were active on TikTok, and a part of me is okay with not being active on TikTok is because I would be on the conspiracy side of TikTok. That's where my algorithm would take me, deep into conspiracy TikTok. 
And there is no bigger conspiracy than Bill Gates. I just don't think he's a real person. <laughs> I just don't think that like every, like every word that comes out of his mouth, I'm like, you're not, that's not real. <laughs> you're like, not telling the truth. Like fake news? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't trust you. I don't trust a single thing that comes out of that man's mouth. He's into pharmaceuticals and then he's into farming and now he's trying to push fake meat. You know, I'm so happy that Italy literally said, fuck your fake meat. They don't want Bill Gates meat in Italy. That I mean, I think fake meat is weird. Why would you? Why? I think he's trying to run with the, um, if you eat less meat, less carbon footprint. Okay. But I'm sorry, you're ingesting like a bunch of chemicals. Yes. That's why Italy told them, go fuck yourself. We eat pasta every day and we're perfectly fine because <laughs> it's not the meat in Italy that's making them sick. It's the meat in America that's making us sick. That's the difference. And now this man, first of all, farmers have it hard as it is. Mm -hmm. Prices going up, they're fucking coming for farmers' heads. And I don't know why. I don't know what what's behind trying to come after farmers. But this man now owns the most amount of farmland in the United States. Why do you own the most? And you look like that. <laughs> this stupid fucking face. I hate him. I hate him. Okay. I just can't stand Bill Gates. I literally know nothing about this. He's a piece of shit. Sounds like something I, I should have researched a little I mean, bit more. It's not anything that he said. I just, I just don't trust that man. I, I like look at his face, and I'm like, I don't trust anything that's about. I, I feel like nobody with that. I think for me, I'm in the. I'm like heavy in the nutritional side of like life. Like okay. I like to be very involved in like ingredients, ingredient lists, like what's causing what, whatever. I know. You told me that. And every single person who's actually into nutrition and actually cares about their like health and nutrition, everybody hates Bill Gates because he's not real. Like he's just like, where's the money? He well, just yeah. cares about where, where is, where is the money? Cool. That's what I'm going to do. And he tries to mask it with like global warming. Fuck off. You're, I mean, you're, you're just right. trying to get more people sick because you're in the pharmaceutical industry. So what better way to make more money in the pharmaceutical industry than to make sure everybody's still sick? Yes. That's how you make more money. But that's the game. That's been the game. Yeah. This is not a new so game. So that's why like everybody's like, him. oh my God, the fake meat, it's going to, the carbon footprint. No. It's not how that's going to go. Yeah. I don't, I it's really. It's not how it's going to go. You're going to stay sick. Because he wants you sick because they all he's will, backing all these huge pharmaceutical They companies. all want us sick. Like, they, that's what they want. Well, or, didn't they, didn't in Europe, didn't they call it the Bill Gates vaccine? Maybe. <laughs> was it Johnson Johnson? I forgot which one he was backing. Pfizer? It was Probably Pfizer. I think it was Pfizer who was like backing know, one of them like hardcore. And they, in Europe, they were like, we don't want to take the Bill Gates vaccine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's like, it's scary out there. They're trying to kill us all. They really, well, it's really because they just don't care. It, like, in this, it's money over everything. And that is hard facts. Yeah. Like, we're not, uh, there's no conspiracy there. There's not one ounce of a conspiracy when you look at, at, at this, like, as a whole. It's money. Money over everything. Yes. Profits over people. Yep. That is the American way. Yep like hard stop like there's no um there's no getting around that like no. i'm sorry it's just like they're it is what it is and i think the sooner 
that everybody realizes that they don't give a fuck about us, the easier it's going to be. To... Yeah, that's why I just take care of myself and I just don't fucking care about anything else. Yeah. Like, don't push any type of... <clears throat> don't push any type of... um. Special new medicine on me. Good. Oh my God. Did you hear about the lady that died on Ozempic? Speaking of medication. It was more than one, I thought. I don't know. I she just... was taking two diabetes medication and one of them was Ozempic because she was trying to get skinny. For her daughter's wedding. Bitch. You know that. You know that. Uh, Now you can't even go to your daughter's wedding. <laughs> oh. Now your daughter's going to your funeral. Oh, that's so sad. I shouldn't be laughing. Not well, even Maybe you bit. shouldn't be taking fucking diabetic medicine when you're not diabetic. Remember when I got in a fight with that girl at the at the little the hair class that we were in? No. When was it? Where was oh I? Oh, my God. I was sitting next to Dre, and this girl in front of us, we were, me and her were talking about Ozempic. We were like, oh, my God, should I just start Ozempic? <laughs> like, I need to drop five pounds. Like, joking around. This girl fucking whips her head around, and she's like, I just started Ozempic because I'm trying to lose some weight for my wedding. I go, oh, oh. my God, you're diabetic? And she goes, no. I go, how'd you get your hands on Ozempic? And she goes, I have like, it was like her sister's brother-in-law's sister or something. Like she had like a connect and was like able to like get on it. And I go, you know what the problem is? People like you. Because there are people who are actually diabetic that can't actually get their hands on Ozempic because people like you are taking it. And you have no idea what the long-term effects of taking Ozempic when you're not diabetic is going to do for you. But I pray for you. And Trey just looks at me and she's like, for real? She's like, you shouldn't be taking that shit. <laughs> she I love said, her. I pray for you. What? I was like, Where? I pray Where for you. Where was this? Was this in Orlando? This was a, uh, at the salon. We were doing like an in-house class. I forgot who I, was I don't think it. I was there. I, think, I don't think you were. Or you, No, you came later. And I just like looked at this girl and I was like, it was like the two mean girls behind her who were like. Not the old one. Like, stop with the Ozempic, bro. You have no... What does it do? Do you get, like... How, how does it make you skinny? That's what I don't understand. Okay, so my friend's husband is on Ozempic because he is diabetic. He's also on 11 different medications because he has hypertension. You fucking name it. Okay. He's not well. <laughs> He's right. unwell, but still strides through life. Love that man. He's fucking amazing. <laughs> this man lost 30 pounds in one month on Ozempic. And you know scary. This is how much he was eating. He couldn't eat anymore. It suppresses your appetite so, so I guess what happened to this woman is they, what did I read it or heard it somewhere? I might be wrong on this. Again, I don't do the research. You do, but um, her stomach, she paralyzed her stomach. What? She like paralyzed her stomach. You can paralyze your stomach. I guess that's a thing. I'm again, fucking look it up, bitch. I don't. Oh my god, I don't know what's going on. She literally died trying to lose weight for her daughter's wedding. She died. That's really sad. You know, but it's like, oh, why is your mom at the wedding? Oh, she was taking diabetic medication when she wasn't diabetic. Can we like just wrap our heads around how fucking insane that is? Like if you don't have hypertension and you're taking hypertension medicine or a thyroid medication, like if if I were to just say to you, if you had no idea what Ozempic did to you, like if you had no idea... Wouldn't you be terrified to take diabetic medication when you're not a diabetic? Would you be like, no, that's common sense. You wouldn't do that. Because medicine is the risk is a lot lower than the reward. Because there's a lot of risk, Mm -hmm. but the reward is higher because you're that sick. Just like antibiotics. Mm -hmm. If it's a life or death situation, pass it over. 
but the underlying issues that happen with antibiotics over time are life-changing they could literally last your entire life what it can do to your microbe like your actual bacteria in your stomach you can destroy your gut lining i know somebody who had a whole chunk of their intestine that needed to be taken out because they were on antibiotics for too long like the risk reward so if you're diabetic and it's an extreme diabetes that's why this medication because it's a shot you have to take a shot once a week you gotta shoot yourself up bro like shoot yourself up scary um once a week it's so extreme you lose so much weight it's for extreme diet like diabetics who need to lose weight because it's a life or death situation so the reward is a lot higher than the risk now if you're not diabetic it's the pendulum starts swaying the other way pendulum what is it Okay, well, fuck Bill Gates. You can go to other countries. Oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck Bill Gates. In conclusion, in conclusion, Bill fuck Gates that man. is a fucking fraud. <laughs> He's just trying to keep you fucking sick so he can make more money on fucking his pharmaceutical companies and he can suck my ass. Oh my God. I hate him. It's those type of people who have so much money that's a company. Well, you by might power. as well make more then. Make that's more why. money. God bless. Italy. I stand with Italy for not accepting this dirty man's meat. Dirty This dirty His man's fake dirty meat. meat. It's not even real meat. Fuck out of here. So weird. And everyone's like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. In what world? Who said that? I'm moving to Italy. Who said it's going to be amazing? Well, because... Uh, I'd be scared. Well, they're, they're driving the um, global warming with it. Stop eating meat for global warming. To well, stop how many warming. years did we have? I think they said we only had like five years before like the damages is, is not irreversible. Or, yeah. And we're still like chugging along life. Like, like it's not going to I just don't care anymore. <laughs> like, like we're not going to die in like a big fiery ball. <laughs> okay. I think mankind's going to kill each other before that ever happens. Oh my gosh. That's what probably I... why everybody's fighting. Because they're like, you know, we only got five years left. What, what's left to lose? Fuck it. <sighs> you know what? That's oh, a what? sad, sad situation. Like really bad. That's really bad. Like, I'm really joking about it, but like, this is like, this is scary. No, be scared. No one's That's scared. No one's like, afraid. I'm like, fine. Okay. I wake up, I go to work, I come back home, I live my life. There's nothing else that I can do. Yeah. No, I guess you're right. There's yeah. literally nothing. What else do you want me to do? There's I don't nothing know. else that I can possibly do. So, in conclusion, if your friend's being a bitch ass, cut Trick them off. ass, dusty ass. If Bill Gates comes to your door trying to sell, him, sell you his fake meat, tell him to kick rocks. <laughs> and i'm moving to italy <laughs> the end oh wow that this was this took a turn i wasn't i wasn't sure how this episode was gonna go uh, like listen i can't wait to hear the the edits from this so i guess that's the end um also in conclusion like yes bill gates cut that friend off but most importantly like you know take care of yourself take care of your your own mental yes. health uh, take care of your health health, you know? And Linda told me the other day that the reason why I'm always so sad is because of the food that I'm eating. So I'm going to make her start cooking for me. It's because you eat from Trader Joe's. I fucking love Trader Joe's. No, fuck that, please. <laughs> fucking disgusting. <laughs> Listen, the hormones and the food that you eat literally fucking change the way you feel. I told you when I'm off of my farm diet, I get really sad and like angry. That's probably why I'm angry. I haven't been eating right because <laughs> when I was like all summer up until like recently when I stopped and I didn't have time for it anymore which is so sad like I don't have time to eat healthy um I was 
happy-go-lucky. I was in a great place. And then as soon as I started eating fucking... Okay, another thing, super, super quick. Can we chill the fuck out on the charcuterie boards? Because I went to four parties in a row and there was a charcuterie board at every single one of them. Yum. By, by Monday, I was made of cured meats and fucking cheese. <laughs> cheese I was just cheese. That's why like I woke up and I was like, I don't feel well. Like I'm sad. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's because of the the processed food that i just consumed for four fucking days well sometimes there's fruit on it i like i like it when we do the grapes yeah i like the grapes anyways guys thanks again um for hanging out with us for another episode um oh next week we're gonna be talking about um embarrassing relationship situations and sex stories okay this one that one will be fun that would be so fun. That'll this actually be was, really funny. I think this one was very informative. Like I said, I think I'm pretty sure whoever is listening to this or listened to this was thinking about somebody in the back of their head. Yeah. It's okay to cut people off. Don't feel bad. Just fucking do it. I always feel bad about everything. So don't, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Um, coming from coming from the side that doesn't feel bad, it feels great. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 always the one that feels bad. Like I don't ever want anyone anyone else to feel bad, which is why I always just deal with it no, and like I end up making myself bad. I want you to feel worse. Oh gosh. Anyways, thank you again for hanging out with us um on the DL. Go follow us on Instagram on the dl.pod. Um follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And just make sure to give us a little rating because yeah, it does help. Like us. It really does. Um, we're getting more insights now that we have more listens. It's kind of cool yeah, to see kind of all cool. of this this unfolding in front of us. And seeing where all over the world people are listening. It's very interesting. I know. So weird. Um, but yeah. Oh, and if you guys have like any stories that you want to share, if you guys have anything that you would want us to talk about, literally just shoot us a DM. Literally just DM us. You have any criticism? Please say something. Tell me. I want to know. I want to know everything. I want to hear from whoever is listening because this is, it's cool. Um, all right. Thank you again. Until next time. Bye. Bye.